0: in and Cursive Podcast. I'm your host Sinclair, and I'm joined here by ho- by co-host Sean.
1: Yo, what to do? Uh, just say
0: that? How you just came in? Just why? Come on.
1: <laughs> do people still say what to do? I, I say it jokingly. I don't know if that's still a thing. Uh,
0: like, no, probably like people in like your son's age. <laughs> <I think laughs> Whatever,
1: man. Cool. Explain the show.
0: Anyways, we're here to bring you yet another pers- yet another uh, perspective on crowded popular culture and thoughts on entrepreneurship, politics and business. We're not going to be um, another black podcast that just brings you the same recycled jokes about popular culture because I just don't have the time or energy for that shit. It's um, way who
1: you are to the people by the way.
0: Oh, yeah, sure. I'm Sinclair. I am um, a few weeks ago I just moved down to the Atlanta area. so that's kind of gonna play into a lot of what's gonna what you're gonna hear on this podcast where I'm going to be talking a lot about my adventures as an entrepreneur, talking a lot about, and, and believe me, they are adventures, um, <clears throat> talking to you a lot about, there'll be a little bit of sports mixed in. I'll be talking some politics, although I will try my best to not talk about this year's presidential race because it's a clown show. Um, <laughs> and my perspective on, perspectives on business. Um, and then Sean's going to be, Sean will Gladly be the spliff the spliff star to my Buster Rhymes.
1: Are you saying that because I'm short? Because that's fucked up.
0: That's the first thing I thought of.
1: <laughs> uh, I was gonna say, um, damn, what was I gonna say? See, now we've been working. Oh yeah, this is uh this is gonna be titled Episode uh, One Point Five because we did a whole another episode like a week and a half ago. But uh, I totally fucked that one up. My microphone was picking up everything. It just sounded terrible. I I didn't want to come out the gates with a new podcast. On the ETMF podcast network, yeah, that's right. I plugged it. Uh, that sounded exactly. so terrible coming out the gate. So maybe after like you know fifty or so episodes or something like that, I'll I'll, uh, I'll post that file as a lost episode. Right. Or something, something lost, like that.
0: How do we already have a lost episode but we don't have a regular episode?
1: Yeah. That, yeah. God,
0: that's <laughs> yeah. terrible.
1: <laughs> yeah, it sounds awful.
0: Right. Hey, it happens. I would have posted it anyways, but you know, you got a little bit more experience in this game than me. Um, speaking of your experience, I, this podcast, Curses and Cursive, is a an addition to the ETMF Podcast Network. Um, Sean, last you know one out you the gate,
1: man. About? Last one out the gate.
0: Yeah, no, it's not entirely my fault, though. So, I mean, I've tried.
1: <laughs> That's true. Hey, those who don't know, ETMF Podcast Network started with, of course, the ETMF Podcast. And then my co-hosts, Dre and Margie, they have their own podcast, According to Sources and the JoJo Podcast Show. So we said, hey. Why don't we bring that all in together? We added a new show, just came out. Um, Games we don't play with our boy Alex. Um, we also added e uh, Eman's movie reviews, and we got a podcast on Repeat with our boy J- uh, Repeat with our boy Jarvis. Uh, he's going by uh, J. Dot now. I told him if you're gonna Why? have a, a DJ name, uh, you got to learn how to spin records. No, because
0: he, no, he, he stop it, Jarvis. <laughs> if you listen to this and you hear me, your name is already Jarvis. That's unique enough.
1: <laughs> hey J-Dot, man let him get his okay, you're deep, a grown deep, man. man let him breathe let him you know, live I'm
0: not calling a grown man J-Dot okay Jarvis 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 you know, Jarvis Jarvis
1: you know nobody said that you have to man
0: okay that why you gotta
1: be a dream killer
0: that wasn't part of the rules
1: no the part of the rules yeah come on now oh my bad um, but yeah so of course, I hit up Sinclair, and uh, we've always been talking about doing a podcast. And uh, I figured that we needed at least uh, one black Skip Bayless on here that everybody whoa. can just be mad at.
0: Whoa, whoa!
1: Well, not in the, not not Skip Bayless in the way that you won't make any sense, but that people are probably definitely going to be like, uh, "What what the hell is wrong with him?" Sometimes. Oh, yeah. But people say that about me too. I have those moments. I do. Yeah, people people said it about me too because. Now um, he's even happier that the first episode didn't work out because he wanted to talk about Kobe. And after oh, Kobe scoring sixty in his last oh, game,
0: man, I, mean, I can't he, he wait. Wants,
1: he wants to go in. Now he's not gonna go in like Coonlock because that. I mean, I don't know what the fuck he was talking. He's just ridiculous.
0: Oh, shitlock is he's just a horrible, useless, waste of skin of a human being. Like I, I don't know who keeps putting microphones in front of him. To espouse anything that white Amer- white ra- racist white America would want him to, but he is always the coon that's wi- ready and willing to say and do anything so he can keep like he he's the shucking and jiving dude, and he's too fat for that. Like you can't be shucking and jiving <laughs> and four hundred pounds.
1: That's funny.
0: Oh God, shitlock is so useless.
1: Well, well, let's have your take on Kobe, man. What, what what was it about Kobe that you wanted to talk about, man?
0: Yo, so, um, I mean, a couple weeks ago this made sense, but I'm going to go ahead and re- resurrect this um, just briefly. But we all know about what happened with, uh, you know, the Julius Randle situation, secretly record Nick Young, which is mad weird to start with. Like, I don't know why it is you're in a hotel room secretly recording a teammate. Uh,
1: just trying to watch Daredevil, man.
0: Right. And that's what's wrong with, you know, these millennials nowadays. They want to live their lives in front of a camera at all times. But I'm not, I'm not going to be the old guy tonight. I'm going to stick to Kobe. Um, and I mean, everybody was oh up in arms about, you know, Julie, um, goodness, I'm sorry, D'Angelo Russell. How could you do that? He broke the code. First of all, let's understand. Like, Can I just say this one thing? Yes, there is a certain code. No, there are no, the code is not written down. There are no explicit rules in the code. You just know. Like, and it's pretty much just like, there's really no bitch assness allowed, right? And secretly recording your mans talking about uh, his relationship. Um, I mean, by the way, clearly clearly embellishing his relationship with these other women. Like, it was, it was all sorts of ridiculous if you really thought about what he was saying. Um, Nick Young, that is. But it's really just like, you know, no bitch assness. And I think, you know, I, I don't have friends that don't adhere to the code. There ne- doesn't need to be any spoken rules about the code. Sean, I've never talked to you about the code. <laughs> like, just never had to do it. We showed up. Of, uh,
1: there was a nice long episode of his and hers t- uh, when Michael Smith was uh, elaborating on the code, man. See,
0: that's, that's not okay. But I mean, that's, that's an ESPN thing. They need content. So they have somebody go. And first of all, what does Michael Smith know about the code? The code is not for people that have been with one person in their entire life. The code is not for people. Actually, to be honest, the code is not for the majority of men. Let's be real. The code is for the players, right? (laughs) The code is for you out here in these streets. So half of y'all, more than half, the majority of y'all, don't need to be touring. Don't worry, don't worry about the code. So I heard all this, he broke the code, he broke the code. What the hell do you know about the code? Nobody trying to talk to you, sleep with you, be up under you. No, I want to hear that. Everybody so, oh, oh, now we know the code. But when Kobe was snitching on Shaq out in Colorado, nobody really said too much about the code until way afterwards. Like, And we, then we, we talked about it briefly and let it ride. And I haven't fucked with Kobe ever since.
1: Yeah, I, 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 I mean, I just still can't believe that he said that. It was just like, check had literally nothing to do with that situation at all.
0: And to be honest with you, I don't like. I haven't liked Kobe ever since. And that kind of kicked it off. And I, I was probably about thirteen or fourteen when all this went down. And all of a sudden, I started just looking at Kobe different. Then I'm noticing that yeah, you know what? If the average NBA player got to jack up as many shots as Kobe did. I wonder how good we would think they are, you know? And I'm not saying Kobe is, like, average in skill. I'm saying he's an average shooter. So I want to make that distinction. Kobe's distinct.
1: always been a volume shooter. Like, anybody who says otherwise just doesn't watch basketball.
0: Right. And my thing is, like, I mean, when you're allowed to just take that many shots, like, he took 50 shots and scored 60 points. And everybody's like, oh, Kobe, Kobe. That's not impressive to me, B. It's not. Like, <laughs> get out of here you telling me if I think- you smush Parker 50 shots in a game, he's not scoring 60? Yeah.
1: I mean, yeah, he, he did shoot a lot of shots. I mean, but you had to expect that because, you know, he had 35 going into his last quarter. And if it was my last quarter ever, you don't think I'm shooting every goddamn time I touch the ball?
0: Oh, well, here's the thing. I'm not begrudging Kobe for shooting the shots. I would have shot him too. But <laughs> let's, uh, let's, let's all back the fuck up about the greatness of Kobe. When he's been volume shooting his entire career, he came in the league shooting – he got her shooting. Uh, I'm surprised his arm didn't fall off shooting all those damn shots uh, last week, to be honest with you. But I can tell you that I'm not really sad to see him go. Good riddance. <laughs> That's what you want, man? Yeah. Fuck Kobe, dude. Like, seriously, I don't like him. I can't stand him. He didn't adhere to the code. A code that I know very well and know all about because I had a reason once upon a time to know the rules of the, 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 rules of the
1: code. Hey, man. Kobe, uh, tell me. Like they said, man. For the rest of this year, when I shoot something in a trash can, I'm younger Kobe, man. Please don't ever around me. Please don't ever, ever,
0: ever do that around
1: me. Why not, man? Can't say Kobe.
0: No. If you want to miss, go for it.
1: Now, look, I did see uh, uh, somebody on was it Twitter had a poll like when you shoot a piece of paper in a trash can, do you yell Kobe or LeBron? I'm like, ain't nobody in the history of the world ever yell LeBron when shooting a jump shot.
0: No, God, ever, (laughs) never.
1: That's that's literally. I just if somebody told me that I'd be like you're a fucking liar. Why would right. you lie to me?
0: Like who? I've never heard anyone ever yell LeBron about anything.
1: Yeah, I mean, unless you're yamming on somebody, you're running them over. Uh, when it's clearly an offensive foul that doesn't called, I don't understand what you were yelling LeBron for.
0: Hey, Stan Van was right.
1: Yeah, he backed up off of that, but there was truth in his words.
0: Yeah, because because he still got hit up for that money though.
1: Yeah, I mean, when they gonna hit you up for twenty five stacks, you might as well just say what the fuck you want to say.
0: Right, like it, it's coming anyway. It's just say it. And you're rich already, so what is 25 to you? Like, 25 is you know yeah, you a got big t- deal to me, a huge deal, as a matter of fact.
1: Yeah, you got two jobs because he's president and, and coach, so.
0: Yeah, he he, he really could have just, you know. And, you know, and here's one thing that I'm curious about. What I would like to know is, I mean, and I'm completely segue. and this is a terrible segue, but I'm kind of just going to go into this other a- a- avenue of Kobe. What would we have thought of Kobe? I mean, everyone forgets that, like, Kobe came off the bench, what, his first year, year, year and a half in the league or two, maybe two half, full yeah. years? Didn't he yeah.
1: – well, doesn't he come off the bench behind Eddie Jones? Eddie Jones was killing him back in the mid-90s, man. Come on, man.
0: Hey, so I went to the barbershop last week, um, and there were some Kobe stands out there. Some loyal citizens of Kobe Stein uh, were, in, <laughs> were in the game. And I I, I really – I had to savage them because they, they, because this is what they, this is what they said out of their mouths. And I was upset because this is what they had the nerve to tell me. Someone that grew up in the 90s watching the Bulls in the city of Chicago. This is what they these idiots tried to tell me. They tried to tell me, and they really set themselves up for failure because what they said was, no, Kobe's not the greatest, but he should be mentioned in the same sentence as Michael Jeffrey Jordan.
1: You know why they say that, right?
0: I, no, no, no. Let me finish. Let me finish. Before we even get into that. I just and this is the kind of this is how serious I am about number one, fuck Kobe. And number two, don't you ever in your like dare to fix your mouth to try to say someone is in the same sentence as Michael Jordan. I literally got up out of my cousin's chair as he was cutting my hair and told everyone that was over in the Stan corner to eat the entire bag of dicks. <laughs> All of them. Every single one, and don't leave anything at the bottom of the bag. Don't leave no crumbs, nothing. All the dicks.
1: Um. Okay. Kobe is a great player, a Hall of Fame player. Okay. Yeah, let's put yeah, Let's yeah. let's say that. I mean, it takes a lot to play in the league for twenty years, even if you come straight out of high school. You know what I'm saying? And to play at a high level for most of them, he was basically playing at a high level until the Achilles just zapped all of his explosiveness.
0: Look, you'll never hear me say it, but that's you never going to say that Kobe is trash. Like I'm Wait, never gonna
1: say that, but I'm not crazy. This is all. I'm, this is what I want to say about Kobe. Kobe has five championships, and that's cool. Kobe only has two Finals MVPs. That does mean something. Kobe has one MVP in 20 years. That just seems crazy to me that nobody thinks that it, that doesn't mean anything.
0: Well, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I have a lot of issues with the way that those those awards are hanged, are voted on and handed out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You can't tell me that members of the media are somehow at any point in time deserving. Um, of votes to, to to figure out what player was the best at this thing. Like, I'm not interested. I don't even care. Even with all the advanced analytics that they have now, where you can quantify something that it wasn't, that it that's not in a box score, you can quantify the impact of that person on their team, and then how it shows up in the results of the game. I am simply not interested in listening to. And I like this dude, but I'm not listen, interested in listening to Dan Levitard uh, pontificate about how great Dwayne Wade is. Um, I just, I, like, shut up, Dan. I'm sorry. No. And mind you, Dan hasn't done anything. He, like, <laughs> he's a member of me. He just, he just votes like he's supposed to. Well, you the other the they thing they just with vote, those like, type most, of
1: awards, too, is that
0: why do we care you know, what these people I, I, have I believe to that
1: some people aren't biased, but most of them are. You yeah. know, so it's just like, that has something to do with it, too. It's not cut and dry.
0: And that's the thing I would say that Kobe probably should have won more than one MVP realistically like you can't tell me that there was one year where he was the most valuable player in the NBA considering that the considering the talent drought in the early 2000s and
1: the late 90s well I mean didn't did LeBron win him in 2009 and 2010 well I mean when it was one of them championships he had to. he should have got one of them
0: what year did Kobe get his MVP
1: 2008 something like that yeah so it, it's just like um, I, I do have Google, but continue on your Kobe tirade while I look this up.
0: No, I mean, it's just, I was so angry. Like I, I literally saw red and I don't mean that it's like the hashtag see red bulls cause the bulls suck this year, but nonetheless, like why would you ever in your life fix your mouth to compare Kobe Bryant to Michael Jeffrey Jordan? That doesn't make any sense.
1: Well, like I said, a lot of people do that. I believe because he copied a lot of his moves.
0: Yeah. Okay. Great. What, what that got to do yeah, LeBron, what, what, LeBron what, won the MVP we in like, that's 2009.
1: It. He won the MVP in 2009 and 2010. One of those years probably could have went to Kobe.
0: Yeah, but he's got a ton of all-star game MVPs, so congrats to him for that.
1: Those mean less than nothing. Right. <laughs> I mean, seriously, they don't.
0: Yeah, so he was NBA MVP in 2008, mm-hmm. um, and he was only a two-time scoring champion.
1: Like, Which is you know, amazing to me.
0: Right. But when we look at, you know, really literally, look at all the statistics, the basic stuff that you look at in a box score, like the basic stuff, and just compare it side by side with Michael Jordan, it's not even close. And Kobe played longer. It's just not close. And then, you know, even better, if you look at the playoffs, oh my goodness, like Mike was a savage in the playoffs. He was a pure <laughs> savage. And people are sitting here trying like, I, no. No, I can't do it. Because, like, I'm getting upset right now just thinking about it. Because, like, dude, I had to go in, and this was my wife's cousin. You know, he's my cousin through marriage. He had never seen me kind of flip out on dudes. And this is a dude from Chicago, too. Dude, I went off. And then I had him pull pull the statistics, the comparison between playoffs, uh, playoff Mike and playoff Kobe. And it it, it wasn't even close.
1: Let's put it this way. Honestly, in general, kids like uh, people that gun. In 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 pros like, you know, people who people who tend to take a a shit ton of shots for some reason, teenagers tend to uh, attach themselves to him because a lot of teenagers wasn't really up on like when Steve Nash was winning MVPs like they just didn't even understand how great he was for his team.
0: Yeah, one of those he didn't deserve. I don't care what anybody tells me.
1: Was that 05 when it should have went to Shaq? Uh,
0: It should have went to Shaq or to Chris Paul. Mm. I just remember watching Chris like I don't know why it is that Chris Paul was always on national television. Considering he wasn't playing for a very good team, but he was out there doing, folks, every night. And I'm like, we just gonna not consider Chris Paul. That's what we gonna do okay. Good talk.
1: Yeah, I'm. It's like it sucks to have Kobe. Like, let's go back to Kobe going down the regular season. But I'm not mad at him for taking that 50 million over two years, or you know, however close it was. Oh, either no, like that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no. No, no, no. And
0: my, my my critique and hatred for Kobe is very pointed. It's not. Unreasonably, I hate everything about Kobe. I don't like the dude, you know, because he went so far out of his way to try and be Mike and just fell so far short. It was like you spent 20 years trying to emulate this man and you're just nothing like him at all. And then these idiots out here are sitting there talking about how if Mike's at the head of the table, Kobe should get, you know, a seat at the table. My question is, well, how fucking big is this table? (laughs)
1: <laughs> it's gotta about? be a big ass table man
0: right that table gotta be big as hell i mean well I'm, i mean
1: Kobe's gonna get a lot of props for being third on the all-time scoring list
0: here's the thing let's go through let, let's 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 go through a, a little quick exercise <clears throat> would you take kobe bryant in his prime over kareem abdul jabbar in his prime of course not would you take kobe bryant over wilt chamberlain in his prime of course not would you take Shaquille O'Neal in his prime and in shape over Kobe Bryant in his prime? Oh yeah, interesting choice. Would you take? When I take you said, when I take Shaq, yeah, I would take Shaq. Oh, you would take Shaq. Okay. Would you, you take- say
1: when I take Shaq over Kobe? Yeah, I would take. Right.
0: Say- would you take Oscar Robinson in his prime over Kobe Bryant in his prime?
1: Wasn't he averaging a triple double in his prime?
0: I mean, <laughs> I'm just asking the questions, brother.
1: Yeah, I would take Oscar Robertson.
0: I mean, there's a whole host of people. I mean, I don't even have to mention, you know, Bill Russell. Uh, We already talked about Oscar Robertson. You know, all the greats and, you know, even some of the dudes that we've seen. Obviously, the LeBron James. I'm sorry, but I'm taking LeBron James in his prime over Kobe Bryant in his prime. And I understand a portion of that prime was propped up by Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh. But guess what? Kobe's prime was also propped up by fucking Shaquille O'Neal, the most dominant basketball player any of us has ever seen. (laughs) <laughs> Physically dominant human being anyone has ever seen played the sport of basketball, and yeah. I understand Will yeah. Chamberlain was dominating dudes that was like five nine couldn't jump.
1: And, and when, they, about, the, when they won, when they won their two other championships, he also did have Andrew Bynum before he just lost his ever loving mind.
0: <laughs> what happened to Andrew
1: Bynum? He got traded and took money, grew his hair out like James Brown, and I don't think it hurt his knee bowling, and I don't know yeah. if he ever played again.
0: It was crazy. What happened? He got. He got traded to like Cleveland or something, right?
1: No, he got traded to Philadelphia and uh, it was uh, what you call Phil it? Philly. What you call it? Hated his ass.
0: Cuz he slept with somebody on like the he, coaching staff's is wife.
1: Is that what it was?
0: Yeah, that was that, that was the uh that was the rumor he had um slept with somebody on the coaching that's staff more, he slept
1: with That's more savage than Kobe.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. But I, I, I'm still, I'm not entirely convinced Andrew Bynum actually liked playing basketball. I think he just saw it as a means. I mean, to he's just, money. yeah.
1: And he's super, when you're super tall, people like force you to play basketball. I right. mean, to, to like, get off Kobe see. just for a second, nobody thinks of like, it, it's kind of like, so if you don't like your job, but you make money there, what makes you think that <laughs> other people who don't like their job but make money need to just keep doing it just because of the amount of money? And it's a right. way bigger commitment than just going there from nine to five on Monday through Friday. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, shit. Look at, look at Snoop's son. Wasn't he like a top ten recruit?
0: Yeah, he didn't even make it to the first season. He just quit when he got on campus.
1: Yeah, he I mean, he, like, he, he I mean, he never loved it in the first place. It was just he wanted affection from Snoop.
0: Right, and that yeah, that was that was uh that was painful to watch. I'm not
1: gonna lie. Oh yeah, I mean, he was just like, I'm not here to hug him and make him feel better. That's for his mom or something. I'm like, bruh.
0: Right. <laughs> like ooh. Yeah. But real quick, let me go back to this little uh, Kobe comparison. Would you take Kobe Bryant in his prime over Hakeem Olajuwon in his prime?
1: Mm, No, because, I mean, he was untouchable in his prime. You can't do nothing with the – the best defenders in the world couldn't do nothing with the dream shake, man.
0: I mean,
1: I can just throw out (laughs) – Olajuwon had the most magical pivot foot of all time.
0: My point is that there are so many people – like, I'm sorry, Kobe's over at the kitty table if we're talking about if Mike's at the head of the table. Kobe's over somewhere (laughs) in the corner Eating by himself because he don't want to have no friends and he thinks that's how he can be a winner. That um, he thinks that's how he won anything. Like Tim Duncan, come on, man! Like, stop. let's 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 stop. Kobe is mm, mm, he might be a top fifteen player all time. I mean, definitely, I give him that. I don't give it to him that easily, but I mean, he's no, you know, what? okay. Let's say he's firmly within the top fifteen. The top ten is questionable as hell.
1: I'll say that. I'll agree. But we all talk about Kobe, like he is.
0: Like something to be marvelled at and so great and all of this and that and it's just like get out of here with that. What are you talking about?
1: It's like Kobe was so competitive he drove off Shaq when they could have won like seven championships.
0: Right. I mean, part of that was Shaq as well. I mean, Shaq certainly did his fair share um, in terms of the ego. Um,
1: I feel like Shaq had a bigger ego going there in the first place. So I feel like if anything, that was the time when he might have been able, somebody might have been able to kind of talk him down from it.
0: What, when he was on his way out? Yeah. Mm, I don't know.
1: Because, I, I mean, that, you know, Kobe was basically him when he was in Orlando.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I don't
1: know, man. You I don't know know what
0: I mean? To be honest with you, I mean, I mean, I see what you're saying. I just, I, mm, I don't know. I, I don't put that. And here's the other crazy part. Like, I have every chance to kill Kobe and blame him for everything. And I just, I can't do that because knowing how petty Shaq can be sometimes, I mean, he's sitting, he's been... You know, beefing with Dwight Howard for years. And it's just so petty. And it's like Shaq, this isn't new for Shaq. He been doing this, you know. That's
1: because, hey, man, when you get hurt on company time, you uh, rehab on company time.
0: Man. I'm not mad at him for that. My thing is he's just, he's so petty with other players. Like,
1: he's hey, been petty. Uh, Although I professional of athletes are some of the most sensitive people on the planet. Like, people just need to realize that. True. You're right, you're right. I mean, it just <laughs> is what it is. Right. I'm trying to think about Kobe and... He was prime super gun Kobe when they weren't good.
0: Right. Like, like let me ask you, would you take Magic Johnson and Magic Johnson's prime over? Yeah, I, I mean, of course. Like that's not even close. So like there's all these dudes that we can name before we would even bother thinking of Kobe. Kobe's just here today. That's the only reason he's thought of.
1: And he was a key part of them championship teams. Yes. Sir. Do you have on headphones or no? Quick question. No. Okay. I think I'm I can hear myself a little bit and uh the speakers turn it down a little bit. Oh okay. We don't want them same type of audio issues we had with the last episode, man.
0: <laughs> Which y'all will never ever hear, except for the next, except maybe in like twenty or thirty
1: episodes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, we're a much different podcast by then. Hey, right. Man, let's Real put quick. a bow on Kobe for now. You know, it was it was cool. Wait, hold on. Let me. It was cool for him to go out with sixty. I mean, I never expected that. You're right. Uh, anybody yeah. on the Utah Jazz needs to be ashamed in them goddamn selves.
0: And that's so funny because they were clearly trying on defense. Like they, they, they were, were trying definitely winning. trying.
1: <laughs> Now were the refs trying to officiate? Nah. Those were some of the best uh, screens uh, with somebody taking three, four, no. five steps. They right. were clean. Them boys clean out.
0: Julius Randall was setting those uh, uh those Ron Artest screens. He was trying to lay out.
1: <laughs> but uh, go ahead. What were you gonna say?
0: Now, I'm just I'm just looking over this list of the 50 greatest NBA players, and I got through like the first 20, and 15 of them I'm taking before Kobe Bryant.
1: A lot of it has to do with, like, are you really a basketball fan or you're a Kobe fan?
0: That, thank you. Yes. That's all it is. That's all it is. And these people that will go so hard and argue uh, on behalf of someone that honestly does not want your adoration um, or respect your opinion or care who you are. You just out here going hard in the streets for them. For what? For who?
1: <laughs> I mean, I've seen a lot of people in the last week talking about Kobe was the best to ever do it. I'm just like, you you like... I lose so much respect for you hearing that. Yeah, like kill
0: yourself immediately tonight. Not tomorrow, yeah. tonight. Yeah, but, it's I mean, just what, not it's even. It's going to be really interesting. Is I don't seeing, even, think, it, I don't
1: even think you can argue he's one of the greatest players ever. Wait, I'm sorry. What? Say it one more time for me. I said, Is it even arguable that he's the greatest player ever? Kobe? Yeah, like people who say that, it's just like, I don't even understand how you can form that argument.
0: That's just the stupidity. And all the homers and, Col- and, and Kobe stands out here. Like, if you tell me that, I really, do. number one, I can't be your friend. Number two, I don't respect you as a human being. <laughs> not alone as a basketball fan. Like just,
1: well, another thing, what like we when people about? pull out some of his stats, it's just like, he does have some impressive stats. But a lot of that also has to do with just being an even remote, remotely quality player that plays that many seasons.
0: Right. It's simply, Kobe is a creature of volume, not efficiency. Right. That's all. Like, I, I, that's give, a, I'm not a LeBron
1: stand, but I'll give him that. His PER is always ridiculous.
0: Uh, one one year, his win—I think it was in two thousand nine when they beat the Celtics. His win shares were out of control; like they were ridiculous.
1: Yeah, I can't uh, believe.
0: It. And how it is that the Celtics managed to choke away that series? I'll never—I'll never understand because they should have repeated.
1: Oh, uh, Kevin Garnett got hurt. Nonetheless, should, nonetheless, Thomas
0: saw didn't want any part of that. He really didn't. He was like, "I'm good." Kobe <laughs> was trying to go Kobe and couldn't. Like it just. It, it wasn't it – it, they should not have won that series. They should not have. And they got They got pushed to seven. The, the Wait, Lakers – the, the the
1: the Well, they didn't repeat because Kevin Garnett got hurt. And then in the Lakers series um, in 2010, uh, Kendrick Perkins tore his ACL in game five or six. And really? that was actually a big factor because uh, – Come on, Gasol couldn't get a rebound over him. I love Powell since he's been on the Bulls, but he plays soft as shit. Yeah, he's soft. So it's just like he would not get no boards over Perk, just sheerly by the, the size of his body.
0: The fact that Kendrick Perkins was a meaningful piece of a championship team tells you all you need to know.
1: I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway,
0: not as you saying. were,
1: uh, uh, man, uh, we're not we're not uh, Kobe as a top five player type people. Let's just put a ball on that. Okay, cool. But Thank you, you right want that. to go into. Talk about your business, man.
0: No, honestly, actually, I was going to segue into kind of wondering what it is that Kobe was going to be doing after his playing career, to be honest.
1: I mean, he made $50 million in the last two years. He don't need to do shit right now.
0: Yeah, know, he doesn't seem like the kind of person that's going to, you know, just kind of lay back, enjoy himself, chill. I'm fairly certain he doesn't like his wife anyways. So he's not going to do <laughs> sure like um, He's proven that many a time
1: publicly. They were talking about, I know on TV that they offer him a job on TNT, number one. It ain't no way I'll put him and Shaq on the same team. Like what the fuck? Like I, I wouldn't do that. That
0: would only last um, a long. They can be friends from afar, but not not up close.
1: Right. Um, I don't know. I don't see him coaching. I see him trying to buy a stake in the Lakers at some point, though. I definitely see that.
0: Yeah, because the bus fan, the bus family, um, you know, you know these owners, they're usually billionaires somewhere else. But the bus family got rich on the Lakers. Mm. They didn't get rich in in business somewhere else. It was Dr. Bus being the owner of the Lakers and cultivating the Showtime Lakers and then becoming the, you know, I think, what, the second most valuable or the most valuable franchise in, in the M- in the NBA. Uh,
1: I think th- I want to say somehow the Knicks are still more valuable, even though it doesn't make any fucking sense. No. It's, it's, but they're, it's, they're both up there. They're, they're over. I think they're both over like two billion dollar organizations or some shit like that. Jesus.
0: Yeah, I, I need to move. I need to go be finding something to do in New York. To be honest with you. No, I'm straight. All, all, I mean, I, I hate New York, but all the money that's there, it's like, you know, it's and my wife loves New York. So it's like, you know, why not try to find something? But that does lead me into kind of the entrepreneurial thing um, slant that I didn't want to talk to, talk about my business a little bit. Not going to do a lot of promoting or advertising my business, simply tell you kind of about my experiences. And I'm also going to spend some time uh, trying to convince you to quit your job.
1: By uh, you, you mean me, right? Hmm? You mean me specifically, not the listeners.
0: No, I was speaking specifically to you, Sean. The listeners, I, you know. Okay.
1: (laughs) I don't know you.
0: Like, I know you. I know you hate your job. So I'm going to try to convince you personally to quit your job. Oh, yeah. So, I mean. Go ahead. We talk on Gchat, what, every single day? And what do you tell me? Almost every day. You fucking hate that place. Even though I've recently forayed back into the job market. Um, started working for someone else you know having uh my own business is it's you know it's rewarding definitely you know being able to create something uh from scratch based on you know based on you know all the knowledge that's in your in just in your head um so for those that you know don't know me personally which is hopefully all of you um <laughs> Uh, I own a small business marketing agency, um, currently based in Maryland, but soon to be moving down to Georgia with me. Um, and it's been, a, it's been quite a journey. I mean, I've learned in just really about eight months that I'm an entrepreneur at heart and I am a technician. Um, I'm a natural technician. I'm a natural entrepreneur, but I'm a technician at heart. Excuse me. That's what I meant to say. I'm an entrepreneur because I'm always thinking of different things. Um, to try to work on and develop like around Christmas time when I wanted to create those mugs, Sean, of, um, Ben Carson with the, big hand, <laughs> with the Ray John Rondo handed Jesus.
1: <laughs> yeah, that, that was some black ass shit right there, man.
0: How was that? What? Tell me you didn't want that. No, I, I, I
1: said that was some black ass shit. Oh,
0: that was extra. Having
1: a, <laughs> yeah. Having a picture of you and Jesus just chilling on the wall, like. I was sure I we would get sued if we did something like that. I was positive we'd get sued if we did that.
0: Nah. I mean, honestly, we could have just, we it's more, it's funnier if it's Ben Carson, but honestly, we could have made it anybody as long as we accentuated the giant hand of Jesus on your shoulder. Like, <laughs> that's really what made the picture. Besides the fact that it was a picture of Ben Carson and Jesus in Ben Carson's house.
1: I mean, when you cool with Jesus, what do you, I mean, what you want me to say?
0: <laughs> you can't, can't even hate.
1: Nope. Can't hate at all.
0: But, you know, I mean, it more so speaks to, I mean, I think those mugs would have been a great, would have been a hit on Christmas. Um, you know, there's ideas that I have and, you know, it's it's the manager side of me that I'm cultivating and developing and realizing that I can't always pursue every opportunity that I see, you know, even if I think it's going to be great and I want, you know, and whether, you know, evaluating if I need a partner to do it, can I go it alone? Is this the right opportunity? Is there, is it the right time? I've done a few different projects with a few different people and, you know, for some clients and some partners in the past eight months and, you know, sometimes it's just not a good fit and you try it out and, you know, sometimes you look back and realize that, you know, I really could have avoided the headache there. Um, mm-hmm. So, I definitely, well, my entrepreneurial this. side let needs to be fit. tempered by my, the manage, my managerial side and let then me the say technician in quick. me just always
1: wants to say- go and work. Let me say this real quick. There's something about Getting an MBA that makes you look at your current job situation and just go, this is a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> I mean, it just is. I mean, dep- unless you work at, you know, a company that's, uh, I want, what's the word I'm looking for? That's more, you know, new age or a new way of thinking. Like if you're in a, any type of company that's set up, that's been working pretty much the same way since the eighties or even early nineties and you get, you get a, an advanced degree, you're going to start going to work every day and be like, this is fucking trash. Yeah, that's fair. Be, you know, because it's just like, look, and it's not always the people who work there as far, because it's like, if they're not getting any type of continuing education, how are they supposed to know?
0: Right. Well, I mean, also you, you I mean, you're in a very special situation. I mean, you work for the government, you know, they're not going to be cutting edge on, on anything ever. Um, unless it has to do with killing other people in other countries that are, you know, white. Um, no, we're not you know the government's just not really interested in you know keeping up with the speed of business and like not in any way, yeah, which is why I so. don't know just you know i'm we'll 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 continue to work on this. I mean, I have a couple of uh, networking events that I know you'll want to come to um coming up and i and I'll get you out there um I know that there's one to do some bidding on um the airport. Um, and I'm sure they need a communications piece for their whatever renovations they're about to do. <coughs> Excuse me, as they're adding the, their uh, new terminals to the airport. so I'm gonna try to probably do some bidding on that. And I'm gonna need someone to help me with the business development piece on that as well. So I think that's where you're gonna come in. I know you hate your job already. Um, <laughs> honestly, I'm really just waiting for you to give me a number um, and then say, hey, if I can make this uh, if I can make this working with you, and then I'll quit my job because I'm going to get you to quit. Like, within 12 months, you will not work where you work now.
1: It's not like you have to push me hard. Let's be fucking honest, man. You know, like, as long as I can make a decent salary, I'm out that bitch. There you go. That's all it takes. I'm going straight Dave Chappelle when he thought he got Oprah pregnant. <laughs> you know, I'm throwing over bookcases and all that shit. But, you know... I don't know. I never ever thought about starting a business until after I got an MBA. Never even considered it. You know, I didn't consider myself an entrepreneur.
0: Oh, me me too. I never thought of it. You know, and I got an MBA because I wanted to get in the sports industry. And then while I was getting my MBA, I was working in the sports industry and realized that, you know, it's cool to say that I've met these people, I know these people, I've talked to these people, I've hung out with certain people. The working in the sports industry sucks. It's just doing what you would do it. And in any other industry, except for our team or an agency or league or or a player um, or a union. And it's it's a pain in the ass because anytime you run in those circles, you have people that are that are so caught up in their position and where they are and that they feel like you should do whatever they say. And right sean you know that i'm just not i'm not very good at listening to people that i know for a fact are dumber than me like we just we <laughs> not really
1: go yeah 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 i mean i'm one of those people where i feel like respect is earned not demanded like if i don't know you and i'm not in the military you gotta earn my respect you can't just talk to me in the old type of way and think that i'm just supposed to jump i don't give a fuck who you are
0: and that's why i didn't go to the military <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah exactly that's, like, the, that's why i didn't go to you
0: military. want me to do what yeah. no i'm good I mean, props to anyone that has gone through the military. I'm certainly not trying to.
1: Um, oh yeah, no, you, you,
0: I'm like, I'm, I'm, ne- I'm never going to poo poo someone that has the heart and um, you know the drive to kind of to number one decide to essentially you know realize that they could possibly give their life for a bunch of people they'll never even know. Like, cause I'm just, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm honest I'm not willing to do that. So hats off to any of the service members that do happen to come across this podcast. Hats off. Because I've worked. Because with... it's just like. I think Go ahead.
1: Also, too, like being a firefighter or a police officer, I just say I'm not a hero. Like, those are heroes. Like, I can't do that.
0: I'm going to ask you to pump your brakes there.
1: Well, to the good ones, not the bad ones. Yeah, okay. I think that they're dangerous jobs. And that's something you got to think of. And another thing, too, that's made me comfortable in my position is, like, I want to just work Monday through Friday. Like, if I'm working for somebody, I'm working Monday through Friday. Like the only time I'm be working on weekends and working super late is if it's my own business. You know what I mean?
0: Fair enough. Right.
1: Like I have no I have no intentions of working for somebody else and working weekends or working late at night or anything like that. I got kids, man. I coach baseball, man. I am trying to be at the baseball game.
0: See that and that's what's funny because before everything that that you know, you start coach before every season, you say I'm not coaching. I'm not going to coach this year. They want me to help, but I can't. I can't. I can't.
1: This has actually, for some reason, been uh, my best year coaching. I've like, learned to let go. I couldn't let go as much in basketball because I only coached the one year, but I've coached so many baseball years now that it, it just is what it is. Certain kids are going to do what they do, and you just got to deal with it.
0: What do you mean you've learned to let go, dude? I was just at your son's game, and...
1: <laughs> hey, how many kids did I yell at? <laughs> you only yelled at your son. You yelled at him. Hey, that's see? That's person. better because I yell at all the fucking
0: kids. It's really funny. You, you got to hear the parents because they... Every time something happens, up oh, he's about to yell again. <laughs> you, it was like did three or four that? parents that had jokes about you doing it. It was so funny. Did, wait, did did somebody say that really? Yes, because it's hilarious. Yes, <laughs> like they know when it's coming, <laughs> <laughs> and you were actually pretty muted. You were like, "Come on, boy!" And that was it. I was like, "Wait, really? That's it? That's all you got?" Yeah.
1: That's funny. Like I said, I used to, I used to uh, yell a lot more. First of all, why are you yelling at kids, man? Uh, well. I never, I'm the type of person who I never, um, I never expect anything out of anybody that I haven't seen before. So it's like, if you showed me that you can do something and do it, it's like these kids are nine and 10 years old. I know they know how to follow directions.
0: Mm, I mean, did you follow directions when you was nine and 10? Yes. Oh, okay. He's one of the
1: weird kids. Okay, cool. Yeah. Anyway, back to your business, man. Why the fuck are we talking about me? <laughs> Just put you right on the couch. All right. No, I
0: mean, it's, it's as I mean I don't even remember what, where I left off. But yeah, I have the small business marketing, um, you know, working with a lot of different people and on a lot of different projects. Um, I'm still trying to, you know, get my bearings down here in Georgia. Um, so it'll be a while before I really pick up on anything down here. Um, I've just been kind of trying to get the landscape. Hell, I'm still trying to figure out how to get to work every day, to be honest with you. So
1: <laughs> like,
0: today was the first day I went to work and did need a GPS. That, and that's... Terrible to
1: admit, but it's true. It bees like that sometimes.
0: Yeah, of course. Today was the first day I got caught in traffic, though. So I was just sitting on 285, man, as hell.
1: Oh, yeah, that sucks, too. Yeah.
0: So, I mean, I have, what, the one, two, three, four, four or five clients back in DC, Back in the D.C. area. And, um, you know, I'm just going to keep, keep them around for a while. And then hopefully I'll be able to grow it, meet some people down here in terms of, you know, Finding the small businesses because it's always the small businesses that need the most help but have the smallest budget, which, you know, is never a turnoff to me um, because I have a soft spot for the small business owners, especially then, you know, people can think what they want of this, but especially the minority small business owners that, you know people tend to find out that the person that owns that business is a minority and all of a sudden they don't want to do business with them or so, or they don't want to uh, patronize that business any longer because a minority owns it. So, I mean, I'm definitely going to help. Good. I mean, I think, I, and, you know, and the people that I work with, they're always happy to help me in kind. I, had, a, I had one client tonight go over and um, get a photo shoot done with one of my with with a photographer that who I help out with sometimes, and that client needed um, some pictures taken for marketing collateral. So I said, "Hey, I'm gonna send. I'm gonna send you a shot list, which is simply just you know, I'm gonna describe the different shots that I'm that I need you and the photographer to work on to get. And these are the things that you need. And I haven't gotten, I haven't even gotten a text yet that they're done. So I don't know if that means they're just not gonna text me, or if that means that like things are going so well they want to keep going. But it's stuff like that that I know, you know, because I make connections and I'm able to, to, you know, take genuine interest in others that, you know, they're they're also able to then in turn take genuine interest in me and what it is that I do. So if I'm invested in someone else's success, other people will invest in mine as well. And that's really the most rewarding part of having my own business. I don't think anyone that doesn't have their own business would tell you anything different.
1: Amen. Something don't happen soon. I'm gonna have to drop a high 16, man. Start rapping, please don't. Come on, man, I can do what a lot of southern rappers do, man. I
0: mean, okay, so can I? I'm gonna embarrass myself.
1: But um, I mean, yeah, that's cool, and I do understand what you're saying about like minority businesses. It's just like some people are just weird about that type of shit. As long as the business is good, I'm with it. Because we've had a couple of um, you know, uh, black-owned restaurants around here that I've tried to, you know, make sure I support. But it's just like certain things, like y'all don't know shit about business.
0: Well, yeah, it's not only not, not knowing anything about business, it's a matter of do I, you know, do I have the resources to really or, or even the mental bandwidth to dedicate, you know, to properly can I allocate, properly allocate those resources where they need to, where they need to go to make sure that my business is running properly. And that's pretty much everyone needs to have a very good business development system. Um, And, you know, as I'm still honing mine, I mean, I'm by far not an expert at all, but I'm I'm still honing my own uh, business development system and operation system, which is difficult, which is admittedly difficult to do as a as a single owner and operator. You know, but I know that as it gets better, it will become more and more that my business is separate from me as a person and that it can survive without me. And that's the point that I would like to get to. I'm not really into the, oh, look at me and look what I did. No, 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 no. I'm much more concerned with having this being its own living, breathing entity that's separate from me, but does positively impact my family.
1: I feel you. I'm with you on that. Um, damn, what was something else I was going to say? Uh, yeah, man. Hey, we we still might fuck around and do that food truck we was talking about all them years ago, man.
0: That was like two years ago. What you talk all you know, <laughs>
1: It was more than one, man. Come on, leave some mystery on it. You know what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> leave the mystery out.
1: Yeah, come on, man. Uh, let them think.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've definitely, you know, revisited that in my mind as well. I think,
1: you know, in due time, that's something. The only problem days. is it's not it's not a huge market for that around here. Uh, on the weekends? What do you mean? Yeah, I, I got kids. That's when I'm doing stuff with them.
0: Oh, my God. I <laughs> kids to hurry up and grow up, man. <laughs> like, ASAP. Whatever, Close okay. out the show. Bring them with you and put. we'll put them to work.
1: Close out the show.
0: Okay, fine. We're not into the child labor? No.
1: No. I'm tired, man. We've been trying to fucking record this for like an hour and a half Wait, dealing with all fault. these damn different technical it's issues. It's not. I, I, I'm i going to say it's not until I find out it is and then I'll be mad. That's fucked up. Close out the show.
0: Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, this is not really our, this isn't our best work. I think we're both uh, a little tired. We're both
1: kind of tired. Yeah. yeah. Long day. We work and shit. We just wanted to get something out and just let people know like what the show is going to be about. jerry will probably be joining us on some episodes. We'll get, you know, guests and people from the uh, the network to come on whenever we have specific topics.
0: Yeah. And I'm definitely going to be looking out for some, uh some entrepreneurs in the area to come and talk about. Kind of the things that, that they do as well in their yeah, journey cool. as an entrepreneur in the business world.
1: Yeah, that's what's up. We should definitely do that.
0: Yeah. So that's what people can look forward to uh, coming up. Um, I have some things in the work for our next pod that I haven't told Sean about yet because I don't know if it's going to come into fruition. But okay. you'll be hearing from us again in about two weeks and we'll have some new and fresh content for you. This has been The Curses and Curses. Don't want to
1: find you, man. Don't want to find you.
0: Oh, of course. That's right. I'm
1: sorry
0: <laughs> hey man look I'm new to this so you got I know that's
1: me. what I'm helping you out man I'm helping you out.
0: So on Twitter we are at CNCpod that is at the letter C i n letter C pod. Um, you can reach us via email anytime you want at curses at gmail.com and then you can also find us on the ETMF podcast network website etmfpodcast.com.
1: Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's it. We'll we'll definitely be on uh, Twitter and, uh, not Twitter, but iTunes and Stitcher uh, soon. Be, this podcast will be on the network feed and it'll be on SoundCloud and you'll be able to get all the links yep. at the at And I'll the, be
0: sharing uh, the podcast as well um, via social media on the Curses and Cursive channels as well.
1: Now close it out because I'm sleepy. Okay, man.
0: All right. Well, this has been the Curses and Cursive pod. We're sorry we were late, but we came to you as best we could. Um My name is Sinclair. I punch babies, whether Sean likes it or not. (laughs) And we'll talk to y'all real soon. Peace.